Okay, so now we just need an intro. Uh, something like... Friendly sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. The friendliest sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. That's it. Ah, all right, cool. Let's start the show. Yep. Welcome to the Friendly Sparring Podcast. The podcast where we answer the question, did OJ do it? Yeah, no, he did. Is it without a doubt? The without glove does not fit. But you guys hear about that conspiracy theory, huh? I mean, I got a conspiracy theory. Johnny Cochran told him to stop taking his yeah, sometimes meds. 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 There's also so like his hands would swell. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about some great things that he did. You know what's weird though? It's funny that you mentioned the OJ Simpson because like OJ came up around the time that like like Super Mario was out there. And what games have you been playing this week? Well, Leo. Uh, we're going to get into this later on because we got a new patron to shout out. But um, the homie uh, Brian Shea uh, has a podcast that I just started listening to called All Things Nintendo. And it's great. If you're, hey, uh, by the you're, way, before we go any further, that's us. We're All Things Nintendo. Yeah, we're okay? All Things Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, no, um, Nintendo's always been like a big part of my life, um, video games in general. But as he talks about on the show, like there's always something like, like Nintendo usually is at the crux of everyone's like video game journey. Like yeah, think about the first video game you ever played. Yeah. It's like a milestone milestone thing. And, Nintendo. and, and what's even more interesting is uh relevance. I, I remember, uh, I remember when, I remember when the Wii came out and everyone was like, Oh man, I don't know. And then, then the numbers started coming out for the Wii and everyone was like, Nope, number one selling. And then it's like, yeah. Nintendo just, has done it every time. I mean, I remember I, I like every time a console comes out, they're like, Nintendo can't compete. They just simply can't compete with the Xbox. And, and it's like, oh, we're just still here. here. Yeah, fucking dude, the, the fucking you Switch was like the best-selling console of 2021 for like 35 weeks until PS5 came out. And then I think they do, they do it by like uh, amount. So because mm-hmm. the PS5 is like twice the price or whatever it is, like mm-hmm. that overtook it. But then still overall, the Switch is killing it. Yeah, so that's like I said, it's a very, very strange thing. But me, me and Juice have both been playing uh, Switch games this week. Juice last night was playing Breath of the Wild, getting back into it. <laughs> yeah, I was just telling Leo, I literally because of Brian's podcast, like I, I started listening to it. They, uh, Brian's a big uh, Breath of the Wild fan as well, and um, I just was like, man, I gotta fucking play that game again. I'm, I'm so behind because I, I got all the beasts and I got like. 90 shrines or something but there's a 120 total i believe and i was like you know before i'm also like one i don't want it to end i don't want to be done with the game two i fucking hate guardians and that's what's guarding the fucking ganon castle and i'm like i don't want to fucking deal with that right now so i'm literally procrastinating it by like okay if i give myself a deadline like all the shrines first that'll be a way for then i'll have Dude, to do it that's that was the only way i could play if games are too um, too big or expansive, I I I, could, I check out. I yeah. I don't know why. It's there's something about it, and like you have to have a path. Yeah, like and that's why I think that's you know obviously we we both hail Ocarina as like the best. Mm-hmm. Um, even though at the time um, we didn't know this, but now obviously I've removed from it. The reason why Ocarina is so so good is because that I, the idea of open world was so small to us at that time. And yeah. when you first go into Hyrule Field, you're like, what? It, like, as a kid, I was like, you're just like, 
wait, where do I go? Like, where am I going? You know what I mean? Like this, the path was, was set, you know what I mean? As far as like your, your goals and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, but just like seeing Hyrule field and being like, okay. um, And then like, they did a really smart, the right amount of, yeah, they did a really smart thing, bringing elements into it. And so like, I mean, it's, it's stuff that gaming has done way before it as well, like with the RPGs and stuff like that. But just with that, what that game did, it just gave you enough freedom. And that was like, you know, kind of the, the pinnacle for me. So if a game is too, too much, which Breath of the Wild has to compete with other open world games from, from yeah. everywhere. So you're dealing with so many things. What Breath of the Wild does well is, uh, oh, sorry, what I had to do, because I was like, I know it's good. I know the game's good. I just have to create a path. So I was like, okay, let me do the master sword. Let's figure out how to get yeah. to the master sword. Okay. Shrines. Okay. I need this. Okay. This many hearts. Okay, cool. cool. So that was the first thing. Then yeah. I started doing more shrines. Then, you know, then it starts to kind of, then the flow starts to, to, to make sense. But some people are just like, yeah, I just do side quests all the time. I'm like I, I need some sort of progression as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway. Uh, so I just yeah. been getting caught up. I've been like, let me, let me knock out all these shrines now. Yeah, I've literally and, uh, been like, because a lot of them are fucking hidden, dude. It's a pain in the ass. <laughs> and yeah. even if you have the little detector on, it's yeah. like you just kind of got to wander into them. And even then, like, you don't really know how. I've literally been going, like, I found a map online that has all of them. And I've been kind of cross-referencing it with my map. And I'm like, mm-hmm. let me just kind of go one by one. Just fucking yeah. up and down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did the exact same thing, dude. It was, uh, it's such a good game. That game is so good. Yeah. And I'm, I'm currently playing uh, Super Mario Galaxy from the All-Star 3D pack. So I, I beat 64 um, I, I just beat sunshine and I'm, I'm really close to beating galaxy. Um, nice. and, uh, yeah, galaxy is really Did easy. Did you get the 64 pack? The, the... No, I'm, I'm going to though, but I heard there was a lot of bugs and stuff like that with it. So I'm just, I'm still, still well, that's another thing I learned about from Brian's podcast. And I was like, I need to get that. And I got like, I, I searched on the eShop and it's free. And then you go to, and it's like, well, you need to have a it's, yearly uh, subscription of it's like 50, it's 50 yeah. bucks for the year, which isn't bad. Yeah. I thought uh, because, it might have been like 65 or maybe that was like uh that might have been a family plan i think hmm, okay uh, I'll, I'll tell you either way i was like i don't know if i want to do it right now but i definitely will at some point because you should do it ocarina is on there i was like you should do it, that, you should do it for christmas time tell oh, someone to give you yeah. 50 bucks but anyway That's true. Um, i should do it for christmas i i do want to i do want to get it because i want to play um i want to see how if uh i think they said that uh, mario kart 64 is supported online and i think it you is guys, you guys don't want this smoke trust you me know, so you know it's funny there's there's literally um uh keep referencing other podcasts because that's what we do whatever i don't give a fuck um phil's podcast is split decision there's a guy that consistently um sends in questions on there i think his name is like paul kelly or maybe it's o kelly i think he's irish not that it can still be kelly and and, and not o kelly and stuff but i'm just saying he literally is like he has in his bio and they confirm this with him that he's like number three in the world for mario kart or something like that Maybe even number one at one point. The, the guy's like a, a competitive Mario Kart player. So yeah, uh, crazy shit. Sure, sure. I mean, like I said, and, fun. Yeah, sure. They can be they can, they can be ranked, but I'm like one of those guys that like is just like like doesn't care enough, but just <laughs> will just fucking smoke you just every time. Just don't even look at me whenever you're racing, okay? Yeah, don't even look at me because it's it, it's just completely like when when Double Dash came. We're going to turn into a fucking Nintendo podcast. Anyways, um, yeah. <laughs> moving on with this fucking shit. I don't want to talk about it anymore because it gets me too fucking heated because I don't want anybody want that Mario Kart 64 smoke. I'll be getting it around Christmas. Yeah, let's go. I'll pop your balloons. I'll race you. I'll do all yeah. those things. Um, but speaking about popping balloons, fucking Da Un 
junk you know it's funny i was i was trying to do a segue when i was like it's crazy shit and i was like you know what else is crazy these fights what we're gonna win yeah uh yeah i thought kennedy unchuku was going to win but this young guy tough dude and the, uh i'm this is ten, this is my uh prelim pick uh i think we're gonna be talking about we're some of most of the prelims of yeah um this is my prelim pick but uh what he did to Nchukwu, like, uh, to start the prog- progression of him getting him, uh, knocking him down, was he elbowed his hand into his head, and that is what started him getting dazed. And then that's when he started moving back. And I was like, He's like, that's... Oh, you can block. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. Block, but I'm going to go yeah. right through it. But just, I, like, guess what? Yo, I'm going to make right your arm open. knock you out. Uh, <laughs> so I was just like, Oh, shit. So it's that guy's fucking powerful and tough that guy's got a lot of a lot of um uh potential i mean you know the i don't know man it was it was it was just an amazing amazing knockout um last all all last night's things were pretty amazing uh knockouts i mean we had what was it they said on the broadcast it was six of the there was only one decision on the um on the prelims it was the um yeah corny casey um yeah, so that's all right. I have to say. I feel bad for Zujuku, but I just Shit, there was only two decisions name. the whole night. I think the main yeah. event and the Courtney Casey fight. The rest of them was fucking finishes, dude. Yeah, um, the results. Yeah, Wild. but good, good fight overall. Uh, short, um, but here we are. Um, let's move on to uh, our favorite dick kick of the night. Uh, oh my god, dude! I'm about to get so fired up talking about this. I had a tweet that it wasn't like it didn't blow up or whatever but it was like definitely the main talking like a lot of people were replying and stuff like that i said it pays to cheat in the ufc literally pays to cheat in the ufc you can fucking start the start the fight by blasting your opponent straight in the dick straight in the dick martin casey comes out it comes out aggressive he's trying to find yeah. the range alvis is like nope you ain't finding this range i'm kicking your dick yeah i got that dick range uh perfectly ladies and gentlemen i loved it. everyone's like within the first minute how bad i was like guys it was the first 15 first seconds this, fucking strike I, I don't know if you guys i don't know if you guys saw on twitter i assume most of you that listen to uh the second the dick hit happened i said fight of the night <laughs> because i knew because i knew it was fight of the night because it's amazing like what are the odds of that happening but uh it, it actually reminded me of uh uh till versus masvidal mm. do you remember that no fucking jorge basically tried to do something similar to what he ended up doing to Ben Askren, like a jump knee, but he, he wanted to like a jump front kick or something like that. And because Darren Till is like a lot taller than him, a lot bigger than him. Like he just ended up kicking him right in the dick. Nice. He just did like a jump, he did like a jumping jump front dick kick. kick. Yeah. Jump dick like kick. Some right in the dick. Um, but yeah, fucking all of us is like, Nope, I'm going to kick you in the dick. Got me so mad too, because it, like, I hate when people don't acknowledge their fouls. Like some things are accidental, and like like even during the minute, I'm pretty sure Max, like when he accidentally poked Jair in the eye, he was like, "Oh, like he called himself on it before the ref saw it, or 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 as the ref was saying, whatever." Like he mm. he owned his shit, and it's like that's what you got to do. Like you know you fucked up, you know you fucked up. You done. And this motherfucker up. did it unintentionally and just sort of like played off whatever. Now, 
Jacquesi came back and, and had some moments there, but Alves was still kind of dominating. So ultimately it feels like he might have won. I just the fucking the way it started off got me on such a bad mood, dude. Like I, I hate that shit. I hope Alves loses all of his fights now. I think I tweeted that out too. I was like, I hope he loses his next 10 fights, is what I said. But put a fucking curse on him. Good. Um, but other than that, it was an exciting finish. He drops him and then Jacquesi kind of, I won't say panic wrestle, but it looked like he was trying to recover by getting a takedown. And all of us was like, nope, catch this guillotine. And he tapped pretty quickly. Yeah. And that's all the time we're going to spend on it, other than the fucking post fight when him, Bisping was like, get off me. Uh, yeah, that was so funny. God, Bisping was saying a lot of, a lot of really funny stuff last night. Uh, he said two, two sexual innuendos for me. Um, on top of the fact that the last night we had Yadong uh, on there, which yeah. doesn't help. But at the same time, I don't, I'm not really necessarily making fun of everyone's name. Someone's like, oh, they can make fun of the name. I was like, look, dude, just for a second, okay? Yeah. I'm not. Hey, guess what? He won. He won. Fucking won. So anyways, but uh, Yadong but, was victorious. Yeah, that was so funny. I mean, I can't believe Alves picked up the fucking the doctor. The doctor was just like, <laughs> he was no. like please stop this. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Michael Bisbee was so funny because he was like, I'm here with uh, Raphael. Get off me. <laughs> like, just the, the way that he did it was so like, honestly, you know, it reminds me, it reminds me of like Jim Carrey in um, in the mask. Like somebody stop me. The way, that he, <laughs> the way that he did it, it was just so like, get off. And then I, all the memes that came up were, were just too, too fucking yeah. funny. Thank you for posting all the ones that I suggested. Yeah. Um, I couldn't copy the video because I had way more, but I didn't want a lot of people to get burnt out on that video, but it's still, everything's still funny. You're, you're, I still, you still have it in the back pocket. Like, Oh yeah. I can't, I can't wait. A slow week or I'm going to be, u- yeah, exactly. I'm going to be using that, that video if I can get it where I need to um, for almost everything for the rest of the year at any point in time, like any UFC thing that happens and uh, like any sort of uh, UFC commentary, I'm just going to be like, get off me. When you're at Thanksgiving and your uncle has too much to drink. Get off <laughs> get me. <laughs> See, it works. It literally so works. It's, it works for everything. Yeah. But speaking of which, uh, get off me. The other Michael Bisping uh, one. It was, was in the Courtney uh, Casey interview. Was in the Courtney, Courtney Casey was, one. I remember you talking about it. Because no, because she literally just goes, uh, she goes, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a hell of a fight. And then he goes, that's it. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, Michael Bisping, you fucking don't care that she fucking beat the shit out of JoJo's fucking nose to death. God dang. Yeah. Uh, on, on a fight card full with finishes, uh, full. That's not even what. Anyway, full of finishes. Um, that was Good still an exciting still. decision. Yeah, that's exactly. A, that's what I'm saying. Like, it didn't feel like like sometimes you have an exciting card and there's one that kind of like brings the mood down or whatever. That wasn't it, dude. I, I thought yeah, it was no. exciting and both were trying for a finish. It just doesn't, you know, you can't always find it. Yeah, I wish we had like a soundboard because I need to hit the the burn 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 for. Uh, I'm gonna call this uh, this segment fucking great body shot fights. This Sean Woodston Colin Anglin fight. Hey guys, knocking people out with fucking body shots is fucking sick as hell. It is, but can we also talk about how weird his fucking body is? Yeah, Dave pointed it out to me, and we were you pointed out to me, then Dave yeah. pointed out to me again. We've been talking about then, it for a long time. 
But let's say I don't know if you guys coordinated, but you and Dave L both referenced his fucking body. Oh yeah. On on your picks on Patreon. Oh, yeah, yeah, I said creepy KO. <laughs> you said creepy KO, which was right. By the way, I think you were the only person to pick Woodson by KO. Spoiler alert: Leo won the five pick league this week. That's like he got so first weird. place. He's not first place overall, but he was first place this week. Um, Dave <laughs> Dave L picked him by decision. And he goes unsettling decision. <laughs> I was like, he's definitely talking about that body, dude. Uh, but good on Sean Woodson. And I mean, man, he just worked him. Uh, uh, now, but also, you know, good on Colin Anglin for staying in his face as best he could. But you take the shots from that tall man. You take the shots from the slender man. Guess what? You're fucked. Yep. Take the shots from the slender man and you are fucked. And speaking of being fucked from shots, fucking Cynthia Calvillo and Andrea oh. Lee, huh? Hey, this is... Amazing. What the hell is that? Is that a razor? The whole time we were talking, I was trying to cue up a fucking air horn sound. Oh, wow. That was so late. So late. <laughs> Literally sounded like something buzzing in the back. Like, was an what ad the that fuck? I was like, let me try and... <laughs> um, Cynthia Calvillo. Uh, so cool. So first of all, great job on Andrea Lee. Uh, fucking beating the shit out of Cynthia Calvillo. But also, guys... Let's hear it for Cynthia Calvillo's corner, corner and her. Like, you know, we talk about it all the time and it happened. Yeah. And it's great. It's good. And they made the right call. And at the end of the second round. He was round, not going to win that fight. Yeah. At the end of the second round, um, uh, e- even the broadcast team, before she had called it, they were like, she took a lot of damage in that round. And then they were like, yeah, that was it. And then someone was like, yeah, that's exactly what I would have done. I was like, can we good. also talk about, can we also talk about Andrea Lee's boyfriend, Tony Kelly? being super into her her winning that fight it's like yeah just go out there and finish her i can't remember what it he was like he was like you're looking good you're looking yeah, so yeah. good oh yeah yeah that's andrea kgb lee out there i was like all right dude congratulations like, you get to put your penis inside of her great yeah. he's like great dude she just fucking I can't won wait the for fight. the after party like yeah i can't wait can't wait <laughs> You like, know, ten rounds with me. Well, you keep in your pants. I'm in a fist fight. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm in a fist fight. So such a nice. Uh, yeah, um, dude. But uh, f- I, honestly, can I say this? I don't want to take anything away from Andrea Lee because maybe she still wins that fight. But way too soon of a turnaround for Cynthia Calvillo. She yeah. did not look like herself. Yeah, Which there's another, again, there's another person who did not look like herself her in the corner tonight for as well. And I will tell you that in a second. Uh, we'll talk about it in the main event, but uh, not the main event, but the um, main, main card. card. Oh boy. Uh hey. So first fight of the night uh ended with the um with that elbow and then Juan Alvarez. Juan Alvarez, ladies and gentlemen, with Alvarez. those beautiful, beautiful elbow. Just mm. I mean, we're talking slicing down, pushing down. Just worth noting just, he missed weight. Yeah. Which uh, is like I mean Dude, like, and that's the thing too that annoys me. They they were talking about, and like, I like him, and I hope he does well. I hope he either gets his shit together to make one fifty five, or he moves it to one seventy because he's a fucking problem at one fifty five. But he, he, they're like, oh, six three, you're not gonna find another lightweight like that. And I'm like, yeah, but he <laughs> has to make weight. Right. There have been, I mean, uh, Violent Bob Ross, James Vick, Jalen Turner. Well, actually, Jalen might be six six. But anyway, um, those are all like the, and they're all like, as far as I know, like 6'3, other than like I said, Jalen might be 6'6, six, six, but 6'3 pretty much is like the tallest lightweight I've ever seen. And here he is, not fucking 
making it actually Brino told me about this 155er in boxing that I think is also 66 or maybe 63 um but yeah dude like get your shit together other than that amazing finish and I was so happy that they were like Thiago uh, took so much like positive after that loss to Islam because he went to the fourth round with him. I'm like, hey man, you still lost. Like, still there lost. isn't really like, you know. And, and then he lost. Uh, that's why MMA math doesn't work. Like, I don't think Joao Alvarez could beat Islam Makhachev or, or or get farther than Thiago did, but he finished Thiago faster than Islam. Right. That's what that's what everyone's kind of bringing. Like, oh, the guy just went four monstrous rounds with with uh, Islam Makhachev. Yeah, they did the whole no. yeah. MMA math doesn't make sense, but you know what does make sense? Fucking Song Yudong fucking knocking the fuck out of Julio Arce. Dude. Yang Yudong swinging, dog. I mean, like, God, that guy's tough as fuck. Honestly, love Yudong. Not gonna lie. Like, he's a great fucking fighter. And see, that's what's even worse. I can't say I have a song. Anyway, whatever. I hate it when everyone's like, oh, no, for real. Like, great guy. Um, You know, Chinese, right? Full Chinese? Yeah. Oh, yeah. As far as I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any sort of other mix, but um, you know, like we got to start, you know, and that's what I guess, because obviously like, you know, you hear about Whaley and all the booze and stuff like that, which is even speaking of which is even worse because like, you know, she's like, Oh, I did the booze in camp. And then I was like, no. And then fucking live at the event, everyone's booing. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> like prove us wrong, but no, yeah. you can't, you know what I mean? Like, that's what's so strange, you know, like, I don't know. It's just, weird it's just a weird concept but i don't want to take away yeah. anything from me dong it's like well then like if you're gonna boo her boo all the chinese fighters then like like be like legit or don't yeah <laughs> I, what i'm that? saying i'm just saying like like i don't it's just dumb like it's just weird i hate i hate that conversation because i think about it this way like you have a right to boo when I go to fights, I don't like to boo unless something really fucking egregious happens or something stupid but the the problem with booing is People yeah, like don't know wins. who you're booing at. Like it's like that Zach Galifianakis bit. That's like be specific with your feedback. Yeah, yeah. Instead of saying boo, being like I don't like that. Stop yeah. doing that. The like, way you play your music makes me makes feel, good, feel inside. good inside. Yeah. Don't ask for an encore. Come back and play some songs you haven't played yet. Yeah. No, that's yeah. A, one of my favorite bits of all time. But seriously, like booing doesn't fucking do anything. But like, well, if it's a if it's a boring fight and you feel like you're not getting your money's worth. Go ahead and boo. Yeah, those like, yeah, those things are fine. That's that's yeah. fine. Booing someone like collectively because it seems like she's Chinese is bad. Like, yeah, it, it is. That's what I'm saying. And like, no action is happening. You like and and cheers and whatever or not. But I can guarantee you that if it was uh Joanna Yonjacek and Rose, I can guarantee you there would be cheers on. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. don't even don't. Don't come at us with that stuff. We do not like it. We hate it. We love Yadong winning the fight yesterday. I did. Yeah, it was great. And then we move on to another dick kicker, Nier. Chaos Williams winning the fight. Did he did the, the dick kick in that fight or just bro twice? He didn't want but, he need him in the dick twice. Perfectly. And then knocked him the fuck Maybe off. I'm just so biased. <laughs> no, Chaos Williams, Chaos Williams is fit. Chaos Williams, first of all. Keep in mind, guys, that was in the third round. So, yeah, good. Keep in gracious. mind, this is the guy that had the fucking coldest line of the year. I don't know if it was this year. If, if it was, I got to find that out because that is definitely making my fucking MMA awards. But the fucking line when he was like, I keep that these people keep sleeping on me 
and the doctor keeps waking them up or Man, something like that. It's like, oh, it's a pretty sick line. I'm not gonna lie. Pretty sick line. Pretty sick finish. Pretty sad about those dick kicks I missed. Well, they the were knee, pretty. Yeah, the pretty knees nice. are. You know, those can those can seem like unintentional, but I think it was two exactly. So you know. And he got warnings both times. So, I, you know, if Herzog was in there, guess what? Point taken away. But it wouldn't matter anyway because fucking he knocked him the fuck out. So, um, right. You know, uh, fucking um, chaos got that fucking power. I mean, there's there's nothing to it. Yeah. He fucking knocked him the fuck out. Uh, speaking of who else got the fucking power, fucking Felicia Spencer uh, against Leah Let's got. I mean, that fight should have been stopped earlier. Yeah, too, yeah. Letson was losing the fuck out of that fight from the jump. I I mean. Toughness wise, you know, Leah was staying in there, but it was pretty bad. That, going gonna, into she, that third round, she, she did looked, better than I expected because I saw her fights on the Ultimate Fighter, hmm. um, and the why I think she fought in the Ultimate Fighter finale. I did not expect her to make it to the bell with Felicia Spencer, like, and she didn't, but she got farther than I expected. So I'm saying, like, some points I was like, okay, maybe she's tougher than I expected because she was giving Felicia a little bit of problems initially. Like, I think Felicia had some a little bit of damage on her face or whatever, but most of, most of the time, like, Felicia was able to, like, turn it around. And, uh, yeah, just skill-wise, the gap is is far. Yeah, very, very far. Um, and it sucks, too, because with women's featherweight, we have a couple questions about this in the forum, so I don't want to get to it, but, like, it's Amanda Nunes... It's similar to my ranking of fucking Halloween candies. When I was like Reese's at the top, below that is Butterfinger, and then way at the bottom, everything else. Mm-hmm. It's like Amanda Nunes, and then there's a gap between Amanda and Felicia, and but there's a huge gap between Felicia and everyone else. Yeah, so I mean, it is it is what it is. We're gonna get to more of that in a second. Um, yeah, it but, is what it is. But uh. Moving on from that fight, Ben Rothwell, Marcos uh, Rodrigo de Lima. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, Ben Rothwell was, did not come to be Ben Rothwell last night. Weirdly Ooh. enough, can I tell you something? This is what's strange about it. Everyone has Ben Rothwell winning a bunch of times. Uh, I could already tell that he was going to lose the fight. The second that uh, I don't remember who the ref was, said fight. Because you could see in his body, like, he, with heavy... Well, you picked the Lima, the Lima by KO. I, I didn't mean to pick. I, I, well, I, it's not that I didn't mean to. I just like I want to pick again opposite of Ben Rothwell. Um, thank <laughs> courtesy of our that. yeah courtesy of our homie Rhino. Uh, listen to that hundredth episode. I loved it with uh, Rob Font. Thought it was great. Rob Font. Rob Font. With that um, you know what's it the the mafia the the New, New England, England cartel. Uh, nah, New England. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, New mafia. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Anyway, cartel, uh, mafia. Uh, uh, a lot of um. Uh, controversy over uh, Herb Dean stoppage. Eh, not the. It, it was bad, but not the worst I've seen. At least it. At least the it wasn't stoppage, like, huh? The stoppage was. The he. I was gonna bring up T Cross because he's the. He's the only one with the actual fucking ref training. Uh, other than people that just watch the sport, but we we're talking about this. It was like. Uh. I asked him, I said, would you stop that fight sooner or later? Because I couldn't tell at first. And I was like, it seems like the right time, but I don't know if it was whatever. And then he goes, no, he stepped in at the right moment, but then backed off when they went down. If you're going to step in, do it with confidence and then get the fuck out of there. And that's the like problem too. Like Ariel had a tweet about this. It was like, 
Worst thing a ref can be is undecided such lacking confidence in their decision-making. This has been an issue for Dean uh, for a while now. Like, yeah, but I mean, at the same time, like, you know, I don't know. Like I said, not the worst, but but I don't know. Like, I mean, the fact that Rothwell was hanging on with that takedown makes it look bad. Yeah. In my opinion, like he was, he went down and was taking big shots earlier, like a few unanswered shots that led to, the, to him getting dropped. Mm-hmm. I think that's, to me, like a good stoppage. And Delima was like, hey, what's going on? Like her, her kind of waved it off and then backed up a little bit. That's the problem. Yeah, but I think I think it was for him to get out of the way. I'm almost positive because because I- I'm pretty sure what had happened was I, I think and just l- like we're talking gravity, like logistically. Yeah. If you wa- I watch it again in slow mo, when Herb was ch- stepping in, uh, was right after Jalima delivered the shot that buckled Rothwell that made him fall forward. So I think Dean was coming forward, but Rothwell's body weight was pushing Delima back. So there's so. You have um, Rothwell in the cage, Delima, and then Herb coming towards it. So I think what was happening was Dean was coming whenever he saw the buckle. Rothwell started pushing on Delima, falling over with the quote-unquote takedown, and Herb had to back away and then say, no, wait, I stopped it. I think that's I just, what was happening. I think happening. he shouldn't have backed away that much. And I see what you're saying, and that probably is what was going through his mind. But like you've heard fighters say – I go until the ref pulls me off of the other guy. Right, right. Sometimes like you really have to pull him off. Like Right, but what I'm saying is I think gravity was the problem. It had nothing to do with I, – I, if you look at I think it was gravity. I really think okay. that, that it was Ben falling forward, pushing Delima back. Like what would have happened – But not pushing is, her back. Right, but what I'm saying is if, that, if Herb would have grabbed onto Delima, it would have been both of them falling back. Which I don't know if a ref's ever done that. I don't know if I've ever seen a ref pull someone off and fall back with them. But I'm, what I'm saying is, is yeah. that that's probably what was going through his head. But if you look at the gravity of the situation, it really does look like Herb tried to get in, but saw that they were falling. Yeah. And then didn't have a way to get into the scramble. Then he said, I stopped it. I, I don't know. I, I, don't get me wrong. I think that that's the concept. I just think yeah. that I really think it has to do with gravity and not him not stepping in. Uh, but I mean, everyone saw I something both different. I, I, yeah. I do feel like looking at it, like he backed up too much. Right. Like you can get out of the way and be, and still be like, Hey man, I'm stopping. This That's fight. fair. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he kind of like, he waved it and then went yeah. back and almost yeah, like, yeah. It, dude, it was very much Todd Anderson. Like where how Todd Anderson fucking will like end the round and be like, yeah, I guess it's over. And doesn't get in the middle <laughs> because like, that's it's very low other fighters to like, yeah, just, Hey, <laughs> instead of a wave, it's like a peace sign. I guess. Hey. Fights over. What? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But hey, yeah. Ben Rothwell got knocked the fuck out. So uh, he got knocked the fuck out. Um, you know who didn't get? You know who didn't get knocked the fuck out? Max Holloway or Yair Rodriguez? Dude, you know what they did give us? How the fuck? A fucking great, great chess match. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Max Holloway, amazing. Did an amazing job last night. But Yair Rodriguez showed a really interesting uh, evasion tactic against Max. Max figured it out, but in the first three rounds, I was like, okay, like, Yair's slipping away from Max was very different than any other fighter I'd seen slip any of Max's punches. So what Yair already had a weird way of moving, has a weird way of moving. Yeah. But the way that he was slipping Max's punches with, like, full capacity of, like, full punch was not, like, like this. It was, like, like, he kept throwing his shoulder and moving 
these ways, which I thought was really, really interesting mm-hmm. to watch. If you watch it back, Yair, Max isn't able to generate a lot of power to kind of get into his face on some of those exchanges because the way that Yair's slipping his punches is not, like I said, like it's not like a normal stick and move like I'm with that person. It has this like body roll where, I don't know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not a fighter at all. I just was noticing it because I was like, you know, how's Volkanovski able to to go, you know, I mean, because Volkanovski took a lot of great shots from Max, but I was like, how do you evade someone that that outputs so much? Um, and that's the thing with Max. Um, he started figuring it out because that's what that's what he would do. And Max was just like, I normally like, and that's that's where you that's where you see Max being leaps and bounds ahead of 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 everyone, is that the game plan figuring out is like instantaneous like you know what i mean like it's it's like okay like and then once yeah, he's trying to trying to move and stuff like that max just watches him do it and then and then he moves in like it he started to like evolve that way and then you know into the fourth and fifth round just did a really 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 great job and like yeah he tore his legs it was such a good good fight i mean good good fight good on max good on yeah uh, fucking Yair broke the fuck out of his foot on fucking max's leg like good oh god dude. god um just fire out of Max. You gotta love what is it. That? I think it was Sandy that posted a picture of their broken foot. It was like, yeah. who wore it better, Yair or me? God, but you know, good on. I mean, you know, Max gave Yair's pro. I mean, you can't really hate Max Holloway, guys. Yeah, if you hate Max Holloway, get out of here, dude. Yeah, it's just a humble guy. Fight like fights real. Like you know, what I mean, we you know we're pretty lucky that we have these amazing fighters in in um in that division we have these yeah. these like well i mean obviously there was a big thing with um brian ortega being like not the most stand-up guy and stuff like that but like you know volkanovsky max um and then even in um lightweight you know you have like uh charles is, yeah you have, you have charles dustin um gaichi like you have these guys that like are like that, straight killers but also incredibly nice. personable like do great yeah. things you know what i mean like we're so lucky that we have that and you know um you know you don't have this like yeah fucking bad boy image sells it's like no dude fucking fighting well sells yeah we'll get you to the cream of the crop at the top and it will be there now granted obviously some people are like oh well then that means a fucking um uh islam makachev and all them should be at the, fighting for titles like it's a little bit of a different story like uh, I don't know. It's just one of those things that like these guys have, they're just, they have their battle scars and they've earned them. And they, and Max really just showed last night, like he's, he's one of the best fighters in the world. There, there is not. Yeah. I I mean, I don't even know where I, I don't even know where he is on pound for pound. I mean, no, like barbershop talk, but he's just, you know, like all the stats that he has, you know, strikes thrown. I mean, most in UFC history, like, and it's crazy. Like, they'll say some of those stats that are like the top three usually all include max Mm -hmm. so it's like if you if you take max out who's ever number four is like number one so it's crazy to think that like someone's like hey i I got the fourth most but that's actually kind of like the second most yeah yeah it's like uh, most strikes in in, in fights like specific you know max is like one two and three it's like okay like how do i even top that you know and um and but but both those guys absolute killers put on a fucking great night of violence for us top the night off with a very nice violent fight uh some people are saying that fight was better than um gaichi chandler um mm. how, how do i put this uh i don't 
I don't necessarily think so. I think uh, it's hard to say only because of the fact that Gaethje and Chandler were really like, were landing a lot of face punches and like not to boil it down, not to boil it down to like simplicity of like what people see and what the excitement is, but like both Gaethje and Chandler were, were punching each other in the face all the way up until the, the third, like all the way through the, the, the whole thing. Plus there, there was, was some- a, like strong momentum shifts and where you thought people were going to finish at certain points. Like first round, yeah. I thought Gaethje could have been yep. easily been finished at one point. And then you had him turn the tide and almost finish Michael. And then the third round was kind of like, just yep. like, let's see who the fucking toughest motherfucker is. Like yeah. this fight was like a war. Yeah. But at no point, well, not at no point. I mean, there was a couple of times on the ground where I thought my, Ma- Max would get a finish, but for the yeah. most part, like from striking, it was just like, let's say he was tip for tat and like maybe they'll get dropped or whatever, but it's, it's mostly just volume and, and kind of. Yeah. It, I mean, match, like, like I said, said, just, just, just a great, great fucking fight. They, they, they really brought it and Max acknowledged that. Yeah. Years of fucking warrior. And he, that's what he said. He said like, he's like UFC sign more people like him. That's what you always need. That's what you will always yeah. need forever. You don't need, you know, you need exciting, exciting fights and fucking shout out to max i was like viva mexico yeah and fucking dude he's so awesome and then going to his wife and 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 you know mini blessed and uh, just Did a great video of him going to the um ambulance yeah and talking to yair yeah yeah and taking the photo so crazy so, nice so such nice. a nice guy such a nice dude the best i don't know like i said it's it was a great night it was a great it was a really great night of fights i mean a lot of people you know i mean we three three weeks in a row ladies and gentlemen like that's has been pretty spectacular. Yeah. I mean, it's been a big emotional roller coaster the last three weeks. Uh, you know, um, uh, what's his name? Oh my God. Winning the fucking belt. Um, Glover. Yeah. Glover winning the belt. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, Rose and Whaley going back and forth in a heavy and it's in a really, really fucking aggressive fight. And, um, Usman and then this and, and to the Chandler, you know what I mean? Like we've been, just, it's just been so much. Been so blessed. Yeah, you know, huh. and the blessed pun intended is best. Blessed is the best. The best is blessed. Ladies um, and gentlemen, that ends our recap of UFC Fight Night 42, something like that. I don't know. I'm not good with numbers. It would be, I think it is 42, but it would be UFC Vegas 42. Vegas 42, sorry. Because no, Fight Night, this is like the 190 something, like 192nd no. or whatever. As far as fight nights, they've got the numbering fucking all wrong. If you go to the Wikipedia page for this fight, it'll have like four different names. It'll be like UFC Vegas 42, UFC Apex for the UFC fight night, da, 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 UFC on ESPN plus 50 or whatever. Like, right. Too many numbers, guys. Anyway, too many numbers. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll start the four. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. The forum starts now. It does start now. We got a few questions to get to, and then we will get on out of here because Leo has a date. Hey, man, don't say that out loud, bro. No one's supposed to know. By the time this comes out, you will have already gone on the date. The date would have already happened. No, I don't have a date, guys. I just, I got it. You lied to me. Okay. I did lie to you. I have a date with Super Mario Galaxy tonight, is what I got a date with. Yeah. I actually do. I really am going to be. I really am going to be playing Super Mario Galaxy, getting high and flying in the galaxy. Yeah. 
Shit, I should do that. Dang, I should play Super Mario Galaxy High. It seems like the perfect thing because in Galaxy specifically, um, the that's what tripped me out about Galaxy the first time. The 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 way that you play is like it's like a circular. Yeah, it's like a circular world. system as yeah. as opposed to like the straight regular puzzles. Yeah. So being high, you'd be like, yeah. I didn't like this. See, and I didn't. I hate how like on the on the Wemo. I never played it on Switch, but on the the nunchucks, like you had to like select the prob- everything. Yeah, the it was the so problem. Bad. Yeah, that was the biggest problem with the Wii, and I and like it. It kind of commu- uh, translates to the Switch, but the Switch does it a little bit better. Uh, I still need to get the. Uh, I still need to get the Legend of Zelda Twilight. Uh, not Twilight. Twi- um, Skyward Twilight Sword. No, oh, the the HD yeah, re- remake the for one. the. Um, uh for the nintendo switch because um and i still need i i guess what i never played um twilight princess i never i never played twilight princess Twilight princess is great i never played twilight princess because um i i don't know what happened i i was trying to find it on the gamecube and i couldn't ever never find it on the gamecube because i i I really thoroughly dislike the the wii remote um system and i was like and when i found the gamecube version they did. They they did make a Twilight Princess for the game where you didn't it. have to worry. And I never found it, and I never got to play it. So, whatever. But Wind Waker was fucking the thoughts. Yeah, Wind Waker. Have you ever played? Did you ever play Wind Waker? I did play Wind Waker. I I liked that it was different animation, and there was kind of a change of pace, and the, you had the boat and everything. Did you beat it though? No, because I never had a GameCube. I would just play it at friends' houses. Bro, uh, I I can tell you, like, it, it's it's in my top three. Okay um the the adventure like and i remember this thinking the same way you did when i saw toon link i was like oh i don't know about the cell shading stuff but it plays like a it plays like a regular zelda game i i I highly recommend you get you try it again if you can if it's on the switch i don't think it is but um i do recommend it it's ocarina of time Mm. breath of the wild and really those are kind of like one and one b like i said I think Breath of the Wild is kind of the better game, but Ocarina is just so iconic, and it is to me it's the best game of all time. That it just feels like in the Zelda ranking, it should still be number one. Mm-hmm. Three is Twilight Princess for me. Uh-huh. Then maybe Majora's Mask, mm-hmm. and Link to the Past. Mm. But no, I th- I would put Link to the Past over Majora actually because Majora is overrated as fuck. Yeah, a lot of people think it was like the, the most amazing thing. Yeah, but I thought it was fine. Every time I, I put, uh, I make a tweet that's like, uh, Ocarina of Time is the best game ever made. You have some hipsters that are like, that's cool, but Majora's Mask exists. I'm like, hey, delete your account. Stupidest thing hey, I've man. ever heard. Hey, man, did fucking uh, Majora's Mask come up with Z targeting uh, and fucking came up with auto lock targeting? Yeah. No, they didn't. They're Although, I will say this uh, on one of the uh, episodes of the Nintendo podcast I was referencing earlier, Brian's podcast, um, someone mentioned that they released, when they released Majora for the Switch, they took out the because so, I was it the time restriction that made it complicated. Something about the yes. original N sixty four. They took that out in the switch. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this specifically the, the time restriction, but something where where she was saying that the, like it made it complicated. They didn't do that in the remaster or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'll give it a try then. I'll give it another try. Yeah, probably same here. Um, all right, let's go with our first question. <laughs> Voice question. I already know this this podcast is going to be called, but I'm not going to say it. I can't wait. All right. First question is from the homie Ty at the Front Kicks and Throw Cuddles. Sparring podcast crew, it's Ty from the Front Kicks and Throw Cuddles podcast. One 
And I mean, one question. When is the UFC going to develop the women's featherweight division? Because Felicia Spencer looked damn good last night against Leah Letson. I would say that Spencer could be the number one contender. I mean, I know we've got a few fighters, and probably the minority is saying that the UFC made a huge mistake not signing, uh, re-signing, excuse me, Megan Anderson to that division because got to find some competition for Amanda. I mean, I know they'll probably be sacrificial lambs, but whatever. But let me know what you guys think because I really want to see that division develop. Get at me. Love the show. Peace. Someone asked this question on the timeline too on the twitter yeah yeah i think i think they did or they right they definitely asked about the women's featherweight division i don't know if they framed it in the same way i'll say I, this go ahead i have to agree with I, I do have to agree with the the not resigning megan anderson i actually do agree with that now that i think about it i mean the only problem is is that you, you just needed a bigger batch like you just you just needed to fake like is the no no the fucking the new um uh the new ultimate fighter is uh fly women's flyweight they could have just they should have done a women's featherweight like they should have just gotten a bunch of like, oh, did they already announce the next ultimate fighter yeah it's uh men's men's heavyweight and um and women's flyweight they didn't they're gonna announce the coaches later but it's gonna happen uh, okay. next year but yeah like i don't know they, they just needed a big they need a bigger batch that's literally all they need um and you know sign that's, that's the problem slowly trying to build this division up like you know a couple fighters at a time it's not doing anything so well Sorry. yeah here's, here's the thing i was thinking about this they first of all they clearly never gave a shit about it from the beginning mm-hmm. and that's part of the problem but if they like if they were to make an investment now if they're to say okay uh clearly there are t- uh, talented featherweights we should try and sign let's let's get after it i don't think there are enough available free agents yeah like you can't at this point like you can't cherry pick like when they when they started the strawweight division when they started 115 they literally well they did the ultimate fighter but they literally bought the contracts from invicta from their top 15 of their roster or maybe even the whole roster at that point i'm not sure but they fucking bought the whole thing like carlo was the champion uh fucking tisha torres was there angela hill rose namayunas felice herrig heather joe clark they bought all that Ashling Daly. They bought all their contracts and just created the ultimate fighter and created that division. They didn't do that with women's featherweight. Not that I think they should have because I that would have fucked over Invicta as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, who's available? Pam Sorensen went to Bellator. Julia Budd went to PFL. I mean, maybe they did. Kayla Harrison is about to become a free agent who can fight at 145. She's made 145 before. She's talking about the cyborg fight and Bellator is the one giving them play. Whereas like you, the media asked Dana about Kayla and she's like, he downplays it, which of course is then him trying to like leverage that in a negotiation. But at the same time, she's a prize fighter and she's smart as fuck. Like she's not going to ch- chase some fucking UFC prestige. Plus Amanda is her teammate. Like she's not going to go in there and literally that's the problem is like, I get that they should have kept Megan for sheer numbers, but at the same time, are they just going to have right? Right. You would rather you would rather see the fighters. Yeah, you'd rather see the fighters fight in something that that the their their division cares about them as opposed to just being like, 
oh, like right. we just need to slap this together somehow, some way. And like, it's just to appease people as opposed to being like, no, we want like some actual like competition. So, cause like Nor- Norma Dumont is there. And like, if you want to do Norma Dumont, I think she was supposed to fight Holly Holm. Although I think Holly, I think the story came out that was like Holly was only t- taking that fight basically because Norma was the only one that said yes. She was just trying to get a fight and no one else in 135 would fight her. So she went to fight Norma in 145, but she's not trying to be a featherweight. She, she really wants to still be a bantamweight. Uh, though I, I feel like Holly Holm versus Norma Dumont is an interesting fight. And I would like to see that at 145. Aspen Ladd, if she stays at 145, could fight Felicia Spencer. That could be a very exciting fight. Could mm-hmm. be. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, so we just said, yeah, we, we got, just gotta just gotta build a division. Yeah. And it sucks because like what's Felicia gonna do? She's basically the number one contender, mm-hmm. but she already lost to Amanda in her fight just before this. Yeah. I think. I don't think she's had another fight. Yeah. And it's not gonna I mean, I don't want to write her off. I mean, I I fucking love Felicia Spencer, but I don't think she's gonna beat Amanda again. Yeah, like, we just have a we just have a big big impact. And then you know, like with um uh, with Amanda's fight coming up, you know, I mean, we have, you know, Valentina uh, Nunez three coming up. Like, there's a lot of changing hands yeah, and dude. stuff. So we gotta wait to see how that how that all how that all, you know, pans out. Yeah, dude. And, and I've always said this. Like, I don't think it has to be one or the other. I think you can have both. But in yeah. their mind, if it's one or the other, get rid of women's featherweight and have 105. Yeah, there's right. So swing, swing it down. Yeah, you could, you could sign. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy dogs. It's crazy dogs. I love that we've never explained that. No, we never will. No. You'd have you'd have to know. No, they'll never know. No, they'll never know. They'll never know. Right. All right. This next question is from Rhino. This is a really good question, actually. Hey, Juice and Lee, it's a big homie, Rhino from the Combat Sports with Rhino Podcast. So, Juice, I feel like I possibly asked you a similar question not that long ago. Um, it was definitely still on the FWM um, podcast. The, the question is this, and it's like for both of you this time now, right? So if you're going to start a gym, uh, an MMA gym, it's the two of you are kind of the heads of it. Each of you pick three fighters, current MMA fighters, doesn't have to be the UFC. Um, definitely pick three fighters not only because you like them as fighters but you like the personalities and they're people you would want to build your brand around for the uh friendly sparring pod brand of gyms so you're going to have six total fighters three from each of you pick them where's the location going to be would love to hear you guys answer talk to you later love the show peace i can't i can't wait to answer this question first of all i want to say i was thinking about it when he said wait did you have something you want to say real quick okay um, when he was like, I asked this not that long ago on FWM, and I was like, we've been doing friendly sparring. It didn't hit me until he said this. I didn't realize that we're in episode, this is episode 38. Like we've been doing friendly sparring since February and the year's almost over. Yeah, dude. So, I mean, there was one week when you couldn't make it. And I was just like, fuck it. Let me do another FWM. Yeah. And I do whatever. I don't think it was that week that he asked the question because it does sound familiar, but it, it feels like it was a, it was a long time ago to me because mm-hmm. Cause that was when, yeah. And before that I was on hiatus doing my theater podcast that no one listened to. Uh, I have my three actually queued up. I was thinking about go it on. as he was saying it. You got it? No, go on. Yeah. You go ahead. Why, why are you giving me this like sly look? 
because mine's really funny. My answer is not serious, but I love okay. my answer. So you go, you go ahead first. All right. Well, I thought about this actually because it wouldn't be just me picking my favorites. It would be like people who I think would would vibe together. And I hope that my three vibe with your three because if they don't, that's going to be weird. We didn't. No, it's not going to be weird. You'll see why. We didn't talk about this. So the first one that I want is funny. They're all non-UFC fighters. Ooh, I like it. See, uh, I even Michael Venom Page, MVP. Okay. Um, that is Elias Theodoru, who's a former UFC fighter, but he's been cut from the UFC. Uh huh. And Kayla Motherfucking Harrison. Okay. Peggy wow. Knuckles herself. Peggy Knuckles. Take her from ATT because because I was thinking about like, oh yeah, I would want, if I'm starting a gym and I get to pick anyone, like I'm gonna pick Izzy. Then like I don't want to take him from C Kickboxing actually, and like you know, it wouldn't be in mm-hmm. New Zealand. I, I wouldn't relocate. I'm like let me let me have that team. Let me take Kayla from ATT. <laughs> So that there's not a fucking conflict of interest for the Amanda fight, uh-huh. and we can fucking see that Amanda fight. Yeah, I agree. Okay, I mean that's a good one. Yeah, those are all my three fighters too. Wait, what? No, I'm just kidding. They're I was going to say, not. was that your whole plan? No, no, guys. Here's what I'm going to do. <clears throat> Give me one second. Hold on. Audio listeners. Leo just put on a pair of fucking hipster neon sunglasses. This is what I'm doing, Juice. The Friendly Sparring Pod gym is going to be creating lore fighters. Okay. Lore fighters. Are you ready for this? We got Fresh from the Forest, Yuri Prohaska. <laughs> yes! We got just laid Derek Lewis. <laughs> and we got back massage from his dad, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'm the creating most epic fucking team. Ladies and gentlemen, I am creating for the friendly sparring pod, Jim lore fighters. And, yeah. and Rhino even asked where we're going to be located. Everywhere. Yeah. Here's why. Because whenever they fight, that's actually what's going to happen right before they fight. So every time Yuri fights, he's going to be fresh from the forest. Every time Derek Lewis fights, he was fresh from getting laid. laid. Every time Stephen Wonderboy Thompson fights, fresh from massage from his dad. I can't with you. Could you imagine, guys? Because I, I couldn't, I, when, I, when I first heard the question, I was like, oh, we need to create lore fighters. We need more lore fighters yeah. because there's not enough. We need, we need all like the mythical we, fighters. Yeah, mythical, mythical yeah. lore. Yeah. We need C level Kane. You know, <laughs> motivated BJ Penn. Yeah. In ring Fedor. Weird name. That's the weirdest one, by the way. Because all of his fights were in pride. Oh, oh in ring. Got it, got it. In ring. Yeah, yeah. Got it, got it. With a, with um, there was a ring yeah, so, so our gem's creating lore fighters, guys. Obviously, the most successful Bald is going to be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, big, big Cup Ortega. Yeah, bro- Brother Cup, Cup Ortega. Ortega. <laughs> Don't call it Brother Cup, dude. <laughs> brother Cup. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, just saying. Fight. All the time, year round. We're going to fight year round. We're not going to take any time off. And all of our fighters are going to be champions. And guess what? Just all your fighters, we're going to create them. We're going to create lore with them. 
Uh, let's see. Michael Van. Uh, how about um? Go ahead. Cannabis TUE Theodoro. I love it. Okay, what about? We because he's he he got the TUE for cannabis after he left. Freshly pegging uh, me and juice, Kayla. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and Dominatrix, my, Kayla. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Peggy Knuckles, Kayla. And what have we got for Michael Venom Page? Uh, just came from a salsa competition. Love it. See salsa dance. He's a salsa. And that's dancer. how we. That's how we. That's how we run our gym. That's how we fucking run. We don't run our gym like oh, spar. Like you can practice to do that stuff, but if we're getting ready for a fight, like the set, the set, do that other shit. Yeah, wherever, whatever city we're in, I, I, we're gonna pick you up from your location. So like, Jerry, we're gonna, we're gonna pick you up from the forest. He's gonna be running out of the forest, like, and I'll be in a helicopter, like, let's go, get in the chopper. Hey, Yuri, Uh, why do you hit that tree? I have to. I have to go through my opponent. What do you mean go through him? Guess we're gonna find out. Anyways, Dude. ladies and gentlemen, sorry, to, uh, sorry, sorry, Rhino, uh, to answer your question like the that. The name but, of the gym is actually called the Forest Realm. Yeah, the mystical, yeah, the mystical fighters are just are great, and I think we should have way more of them. Way more. Way more mystical fight. Because, ladies and gentlemen, just so you know, Yuri Prohaska is already from the forest. Yuri Prohaska. He's so. already a mythical fucking beast yeah. himself. I can't wait. But honestly, guys, have you guys seen Just Lay Derek Lewis? Get ready. <laughs> Get ready. I'm going to. Oh, man, I got to write a sketch about that now. That's so funny. Yeah. Stupid mythical fighters. It's such a, first mythical of all, fighters. dumb thing. Stupid thing. Yeah. Like, but at the same time. Actually, the stupidest one was sea level Kane. Like, how stupid? Like. I because they only notice it when he lost at elevation, which is like, okay, man. Like, <laughs> right, I, I kind of get come, the... come to fruition because he lost. Trying to think, how many losses does Kane have? Because he has the one to JDS, and he beat the brakes off of JDS twice. He lost to Verdum at elevation. That's where sea level Kane came from. Anyway. But then when he came back, he fought Travis Brown, knocked him out in the first round, and then had another layoff from injuries fought in Ganu and lost in like 20 seconds in Arizona so it was not at elevation <laughs> get those fucking sunglasses off right now <laughs> I'm too fucking cool for school man but for real this is how You're I dress too bright. this is how I would dress all the time in our in our gym every single even when I was um even even when I'm asleep <laughs> so people don't even know like Hey Leo, you awake? I'm like, now I am. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Honestly, it's worth it to subscribe to the Patreon just to fucking see Leo's face right now. Yeah, I look like uh, I can't remember the guy's promotion from the WWE in the '90s. Uh, I think he 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 was like uh, I think he was Macho Man's uh, promoter, maybe or something else. I don't know. I can't remember. But <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So that's our gym guys get at us on twitter please come up with please please start tweeting at us your ideas for mythical fighters because i know you guys have a lot no mask chandler fresh coked john jones <laughs> so basically just john jones spelling b stipe miocic oh, spelling b stipe <laughs> he just uh... lost <laughs> That's mean. That's being really mean. It is so mean. But anyway, but yeah, come out. Like I said, tweet us. Let us know your mythical fighters, uh, and we'll and we'll let you know if they get into the friendly sparring uh, gym. 
Yeah. Which, by the way, I wanted to say, let's put it somewhere in California, like San Diego. And you were like, we're going to be everywhere. Yeah. Like I said, dude, helicopters dropping people off, picking them up. We don't care. Bro, imagine. And, and yeah. And we're telling, and we're telling Dana White, we're telling Dana White, we're not. Doing the embedded series. Hey, imagine a mobile gym. Imagine we convert an RV. I'm digging it. Take out. You might have to leave a room so people are like bunk beds along the side of where people have to sleep. But in the middle, it's just mats for drilling, pad work, for getting pegged by Kayla. Yeah, put that in there. A mobile gym, Great. mobile MMA gym. Amen. A friendly sparring gym. You know what our motto is going to be? We don't care. We don't care. <laughs> It'll be plastered on the side of the RV. Friendly sparring. We don't care. We don't care. God. Anyway, all right. Thank you, Rhino, for that question. We appreciate right, if it. If anyone wants to donate to our GoFundMe, we can get this mobile gym started right now. All right. <clears throat> <laughs> so, so, so your boy Dave L sends sends in a question, and he titles it "Dave L Last Minute." Nice. Put the. Well, I don't want to show everyone. Yeah. But you put Dave L parentheses last minute, so it's like Dave last, last minute. minute. Yeah. All right, exactly. here we go. See what he has to say. See what he has to say. I haven't listened yet. Hey guys, Dave L here. And last night there were a lot of athletic prospects that have been kind of struggling to find their place, but managed to finally get that either breakout win or surprisingly good performance. And you know, Yair didn't win, but he looked the best he's ever looked in a loss. Uh, the question for you is: Who's another prospect that you think is due for a breakthrough? Thanks. Love the show. This is a very good question. Do for like, like it's, it's hard because I, I, that's a tough question to answer because I feel like a prospect is someone who we already think as of we already think of as broken through unless sometimes you're like waiting for them to get that like signature win. I, I can tell it's... you for me, one of one that comes to mind is Manon Fio. Good. That's like yeah. That's a really good one because she's been looking great, but she hasn't gotten that name yet. And mm -hmm. if she does, that'll be the next step for me. Yeah, mine's Greg Hardy, bro. I just don't fired. think he's got he's gotten the shine that he needs. Oh, imagine saying that. With your chest. Uh, uh, who's due for the? You know, for me, and and this is for real, for real. Um. He's on the cusp, and a lot of a lot of people like him. But I think Tom Aspinall has got head yeah. high, high, high potential to start. Speaking breaking of athletic through. prospect, I mean, one of the yeah. most athletic heavyweights on the roster. Yeah, that so, fucking speed. Yeah, he he's he's probably the one for me that's going to get the next that I I think is going to get the next pop. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a good shout actually. With uh, with especially with um, Francis and Cyril at the top of that, like obviously Francis looks unbeatable, but like. As you saw, Stipe showed the 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 way of doing that. Um, 
So, which is kind of like, obviously just tiring him out. Um, but I think Aspinall can really just kind of hang with him. If he, if he doesn't get clipped, I think Aspinall can really give um, Ngana some trouble. Um, he could. I mean, I'm not saying yeah. right now. I'm just saying like in, yeah. in the lead up to him, like over time. And I, I would be interested to see He's this. He's only getting better. Uh, Tom Aspinall fight. I'd be very interested to see. Me too. That's um, a very interesting fight. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things that I think he's our, he's the next pop for me. So maybe Aspinall versus Volkov is a good fight to make. What do you think about that fight? Yeah. Volkov just barely squeaked by Martian Tiberia. Remember when I fucking said Volkov was my least favorite heavyweight? <laughs> it's not even true. There's like yeah. so many. Yeah, Greg Hardy. There was a Greg Hardy, but like, like I said, he like doesn't even register as like a human. Yeah, that's so true. I was like thinking of like garbage, whoever's yeah, not, but like I like Volkov sometimes, but he sometimes pisses me off, dude. Is there anyone else that we can think of that might need to? Yeah, I was I was thinking about um, recent debuts. I mean, Ian Gary. As far as breaking through, like I said, he's got some hype behind him. Yeah, so let's hope. Let's hope he can can't be tell more. if he's already broken through that. Yeah, let's hope he can be. You know, just for the sake of like countryman side like can be a more wholesome conor mcgregor but yeah um i don't I know his it, wife dude or his fiance who's also his manager did you see that no <sighs> I, I, I can't tell if it's bad or good that's oh, good it's good it's uh, very uh, good uh, it's very good uh i i just um i need to see him fight a little bit more i know he's, he's already fought yeah. like i just need to see him like i need to be it's him to be tested because like he yeah, yeah. knocked him. He got a good, but there's something about. Well, that's kind of what I'm waiting for too. I was like, let's see this guy. Let's pass the next test. That's why yeah. I'm throwing him on the list. Yeah, good, good choice. Uh, hmm. Even Beast Boy, to an extent, although he's not a young yeah. prospect. And, but I still, I, I think that he's getting a pop now. I mean, like you know, yeah. I mean, just from that prospect aspect. I mean, from that night, he went from I think what twelve thousand followers on Instagram to forty-seven thousand, uh, just from his. Even more, I, I could have sworn he said he grew a hundred thousand. I don't know if he grew two hundred thousand or grew by a hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah, so he's another good, good, good one to be on the watch out uh, mm-hmm. for uh, as far as the pop. Mm. Everyone else is in the top 15. I can't really think. Oh, how about this? Melsic Bogdasarian. Okay, who's that? Yeah, he just fought last week, I think. He was like one of the, uh, it was on 268. He he fought well. His fight before that, he fought Con Anglin, who was on this card. He knocked Con Anglin out with that head kick. Then he fought Bruno Souza, the the karate guy from Brazil. Mm-hmm. He's the Armenian guy, curly hair, trains with Edmund. Yes, you're not you're not registering. Not registering it, no. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, Bro, he's I someone that acid. looks what do you good. Want me to he, do? he hasn't been tested in the UFC so far. Yeah, but th- yeah, those are those are pretty much the ones that I can see. That yeah. that Tom Espinal was a good shout. Yeah, I really feel like his next fight will determine. Tell, tell us, yeah, like kind of where he's at. Yeah. So thank you, Dave L, and we move on to another late submission from our homie D Crons. I hope he's his last minute, Larry. Leo Juice Juice Leo, my friendly sparring friends. I hope today finds you well. I would like. Each of you, if you could pick a fighter that's not in the top 15, any weight class, who's your favorite fighter that's not ranked in the top 15? I would love to hear that. And also, I was curious about 
with regards to the UFC, Leo and Juice, is there a point of contention that you guys have, whether it be a fighter, a ref, a specific rule, anything regarding the UFC that you two just don't see eye to eye on? Just any, any fucking thing, anything that you guys can't agree on UFC related. I can't wait to hear that discussion. Can't wait to listen to the show. Nothing but love, brothers. Wow, that's an interesting question because I honestly don't. There was one. There was one point on the show where we uh, were disagreeing, and I. It was the. Um, uh, it, it was. Uh, uh, illegal strikes. Uh, we we could we were talking about like how. Oh, the head! But it was the Kyle. The Dulcis, clash of heads. Yeah, the clash uh, of heads. But yeah, just yeah. that. Um, the. Right, because I remember we were talking about uh. Who was it, Michael? John, not Michael Johnson. Uh, what's the fucking guy? The the, the, Kevin the guy Holland. who won. Kevin, yeah, Kevin, no. Kevin Holly. Yeah, and Kyle Dawkins, right? Yeah, Kyle Dawkins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember. I remember that one specifically because I, I think it was just like the logistics of like all the legal strikes. Um, for me, I, yeah. We, that was that was definitely like one of the ones where we we're like, you know, um, you believe that that it was the right or that it was illegal. Like we don't know like intention and stuff like that. And I was like okay, but like dick kicks, eye pokes, like that don't stop the fight. But then as, as the thing is, as UFC kind of evolves and as, as like, I keep seeing things that happen where like, if fights aren't able to um, continue or, or do anything like that, like for me, I don't know. That, that's probably the thing we disagree on the most is that specifically that, that head clashing was the one we disagreed on only yeah. because, only because my counter argument now that i i've because i've thought about it a little bit <laughs> um, was what if, what if kevin holland won he did win didn't he no no because kyle oh, duckett's got oh. the choke yeah, i'm saying what kevin if, got the what, choke on kyle now no, no kyle kyle got the choke on kevin um but what i was saying uh what i was saying was um uh the idea was that whichever fighter got woozed and dazed, what if that one won? Because it was a, a it was disqualification and, and Kevin Holland won. Yeah. Yeah. So my argument was what mm-hmm. happened if in the scramble Kevin Holland choked out Kyle Dawkins? Then then what would we have? What would cancel it out? Which obviously I know um your what's uh well I'm I'm drawing a blank on names. Referee. You the referee know. Big Dan? No, no. Big Dan um, was the referee in that fight. No, uh Chris Tynonian. T T Cross. Oh yeah, T Cross. Yeah. Uh, having the references to to re- I, I mean anyway, that was like the biggest thing that we had disagreed on. And then oh, favorite fighter outside of the top ten. I already got mine right now. Top top fifteen. You top fifteen, that? sorry. Top fifteen. I was just checking because I thought this might be true. I know she was ranked at one point. Molly McCann. She's not ranked. No, I think it's she. She went on those losing streaks. I, I I would have to look. I don't know. I don't know how to look like by record, like how like which fights they were ranked or when they got their ranking. Now that it's taken away, I, I don't know how to look up the history of that. But like right now, Casey O'Neill's fifteen, Manon Faro, um, fourteen. Fucking Macy bullshit Barber is 13. These rankings Weird. are trash, dude. I don't know. Man, I, I'm really just trying to. Yeah. 
Uh, Molly McCann's not in the ranking. I'm just trying to rack my brain around who's like uh, who I'm trying. I'm trying to think of who I like that's not ranked. That's the thing. Yeah. Who I've like enjoyed and like been like okay, I want to see that person fight again. It's hard. Another one for me. I go back and forth. I feel like this could be the case for you. Well, go on. Bryce Mitchell, but he he might be ranked. He he's is ranked. Right I now. think he's like fourteenth. Eleventh. Eleventh. Oh shit. He hasn't fought in a while. Even Bruce. Yeah, but he's Lee, ranked. Alex Caceres is fifteen. He just popped. He just popped. He just popped into the fifteen, huh? Because he's a good. No, one. I think he. I think he was. I think I remember looking at that fight uh, versus um, Choi. His last fight. Um, I remember thinking like, oh yeah, he's he's ranked fifteen. That's interesting. Hmm. Oh, uh, here's another. Here's another. Oh fuck, he's number fourteen in the lightweight. I was gonna say Faziev, Fizzy, Rafael Faziev. Rafael, yeah, Rafael, Rafael. There's like a lot of our favorites are cracking. Oh, uh, speaking of one of one of his opponents, Bobby Green. Yeah, good one. Yeah. Yeah. Tell you another one, Jamie Malarkey. Mr. Malarkey. I mean, damn. Well, if yours, well then, if yours is Meatball Molly McCann, then mine's Meatball Molly McCann because I love her too. Yeah, I'm like I said, I'm trying to think of same favorites. I'm trying to think of like the 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 fighters that I've been mostly impressed with with their with their fight and post fights. And like, unfortunately, Bryce Mitchell like hasn't fought in a very long time, but he's 11th. So, ooh, here's another one. I keep I feel like I'm keep taking it, but you can you can agree and that, that can count. Yeah. I'm just checking if he's ranked. Nope. Brian Boom Kelleher. Good. That's that a good one. Fucking Sean O'Malley promo. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. They don't give me, him that fight. I'm my favorite unranked fighter. <laughs> I fight That's for true. my life every day on the toilet. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for that question. Well, did he have another question, or was it just that? No, it's what we don't. Mentioned. What we well, who's our who's our favorite? Well, that's player? right. It was what we don't agree on. Like I said, I don't think there's much. Yeah, it was just I, that one time. That's why it was so jarring to me, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like we're disagreeing. <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah, it was like it was like full full heartedly like disagree, which I thought was which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. Also, one of us is a Greg Hardy apologist. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, you. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, you know what else we disagree on? Which which I was like, what the fuck? It was. It came up either last episode or the week before when when they were asking about feel good moments in in twenty twenty one. Does it have the most? Oh, and I was yeah. like, yeah, there have been a ton, and you were like. No. Michael Chandler ruined the whole Michael thing. Ch- yeah, exactly. I was like, it did. It does just fucking cancel out everything. It still else. did. I don't even care if he it was he had the fucking ice pack on his face talking to his son. <laughs> but other than that, like I was thinking about when when he when he was phrasing the question before he said that we disagree on, when he was talking about like one thing you don't like about the UFC. I was thinking about oh fucking sponsorships like the fact that they don't have sponsors they have the venom deal well we fucking a hundred percent agree on that exactly like, doesn't like a lot of the stuff we were like fighter pay and then uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's like, well, there's a lot of things that we find you know the gloves not being examined like the whole works of it yeah. yeah um do you think that they should legalize dick kicks legalize them as in like don't give you a warning if you kick someone in the dick 
As or in like, it's don't not take a legal a... strike. Mm. As in like it's allowed. Uh, I'm, I'm iffy on that. My theory, and I stand behind this, I, I say this about most things, like if they're legal, then people will be preparing for them and you can kind of like, although it'd be a sort of a cheap shot to just like fucking, but then we'll see. I feel like who's got the then biggest we'll balls. Well, you see these fighters get sponsored by a brand called Diamond Cup and you see them showing it off by getting kicked there. Like this cup is the best. And then you still see fighters and fights go, oh, like Michael Bisping, when he he did an accidental dick kick on Dan Henderson in their second fight, he like gave him a bow from his performance that he said, because he was like, those don't fucking hurt. You're wearing a steel cup, asshole. Like he was, he was like not believing him that he was hurting from the dick kick. Like, that's why I'm like, fucking yeah, realize him. As I everybody... le- I, for real, I want to legalize fence grabbing. Yeah, I think that's fine. Fence yeah. grabbing is fine. Dick kick's a little bit different. Um, only because of like force um like two testicles uh because like kicking in the dick is like like a, a slap on the dick and you're like okay i guess i could take a slap on the dick but getting kicked in the testicles is like especially if it's like really fucking really tough there's something about just retract them yeah that's true you definitely yeah that's true i didn't think about that yeah yeah all fighters learn how to retract your balls just like the the monks do Dude, um, the fucking monks. <laughs> My dad sent me a TikTok. It was like, "Have you ever seen this?" Or <laughs> like monks. Have you seen them retracting their balls? <laughs> well, they're the ones when they're like lifting weights with their penis. Yeah. I'm like, I was like, you you don't you think that's fucking crazy? I sent him a YouTube clip that I just I I saw like years ago, but it lives rent free in my mind. There's three of those monks, fucking pulling a truck with people on it. Yeah. And not like a pickup truck, like a fucking mac truck or something like that it's so fucking crazy yeah as i always say mind over nut matter so mind over meat. yeah mind over smack meat mind over meter <laughs> so stupid okay <laughs> all right uh there's no twitter questions i actually haven't checked if there's new ones but we do have a couple dms <laughs> okay perfect uh, so this is one from the homie Jimmy the Drunk. He said, "Who is your non-combat sport favorite athlete of all time?" Favorite athlete of all time. Ooh, yeah, favorite athlete it, of all time that isn't from a combat sport. I thought this about is this. Pretty weighted. It is weighted. Um, I think for me. And it really comes down to, like, I don't really follow other sports. Mm-hmm. And, like, even when I was younger, because I did watch some sports when I was younger, I didn't really keep up with it that much in terms of, like, the legacy or whatever. But one guy that I really loved watching in basketball growing up, Scotty Pippen. Okay. I think also because like I knew Jordan was the best. Like everyone wants to be Michael Jordan and like those the references. I could I almost said Michael Jordan too, because of like especially like Space Jam was one of my favorite movies as a kid and just like that whole story of, of everything. But whenever like the Bulls were playing, I would always watch Scottie Pippen. Like for some reason his just and he was he was good. He just wasn't Jordan. Like yeah, I mean that's a 
<laughs> yeah. you know that's kind of how a lot of people feel about that you know i mean i'm sure there's a lot of people that watch other sports that, that will that will understand um why we we like yeah. our, the jordan debate is always like the biggest one but there's just something about the elect- electricity of of that person like lebron james is is um physically gifted as well like you know what i mean like, and so and, and jordan was as well but you know you just hear i don't know that's why that's why we have like this this generation's Michael Jordan for me. I mean, in all honesty, is Kobe Bryant, um, bec- yeah. because of um, because of his work ethic. Uh, yeah. Kobe was like crazy, uh, crazy work workhorse, and so was Michael. Like you, you see that that those mm. like you see when you, you hear them both talking. Um, Michael was was a little bit more finesse, and Kobe was just like, no, I'm gonna be in the gym every single fucking day, and you're not gonna ever stop me ever. You know, no one will ever outwork me yeah. ever not even in the bedroom anyways uh my my favorite wow this is hard for me my i'm kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place i was a really big fan growing up of tracy mcgrady he played for the orlando magic uh and had a knee injury and it 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 got him out of the game early but he uh, a lot of people don't don't think, that, but like if that knee injury didn't happen, he, he could he would have had an all star career. Like he he was, uh, you know, he he would have been as legend he he would have been as legendary as uh as Kevin Garnett is as like he would have one hundred percent been there, right right beside Kobe. Like him and Kobe had great great relationships. So it's between him and Vince Carter. Um, Vince Carter, I love because uh, first of all, I mean. Um, when I was a kid watching the slam dunk contest, I saw that slam dunk contest, uh, where he did the windmill. Uh, mm. I think it was an, and I, and I, there's something about the electricity of like a good slam dunk. Like, obviously it's like, there's like prowess and stuff like that. There's something about electricity of just like landing a very clean dunk. And Vince Carter did that. And then also playing all the way into the twilight of his years, like being the oldest player to play. Um, you know, he did get traded all around a lot, but you know, it is what it is. But with that being said, um, I think it's Tracy McGrady because I live watched his, uh, his comeback against the San Antonio Spurs uh, when he was on the Rockets. It was, uh, I think, 13, oh, 11, 11. I can't remember how many points it was at 11 or 13. In, uh, in 51 seconds, it was like four, 13 or 14 points. And they were de- down 100%. And like, you can look in the arena. There's... Uh, you know, and, and like an arena of, I don't know how many arenas, how much arenas fit. I don't know how much the, the, the San Antonio one does. Uh, it, it's at 20% capacity. Everyone has gone home. They're like, oh, the rocket's lot. Everyone's already gone. And in the last 52 seconds, he just put up 12 points and won the game. It was the most, um, I was sitting, I was watching it by myself. It was the most, the craziest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, nice. So he, yeah, him and him and Vince Carter. And then, you know, I mean, I'm a big Tom Brady fan. So. You are. I was gonna say you gotta put you gotta put Tom Brady in there. I do, but you know that guy's. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I also I really like Colin Kaepernick. Thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of Marshawn Lynch. I love Marshawn Lynch. I thought he was a, always a great player. So I don't get fined. Uh, fun. Yeah, f- funny. Uh, you know, tough motherfucker. Uh, Calvin Johnson too. Megatron when he was playing for the Lions, like. The motherfucker was really good. Uh, there was a running back. I think he was a running back who had this one season where it seemed like he was like 
crazy for the San Diego Chargers. His name was Michael Turner. They called uh-huh. him Michael Turner, the burner. I remember he had one return where he he did it like 75 yards and got a touchdown. Yeah. Was like, oh my God. He was just like, he sprinted the whole fucking time. I was just like, like narrowly avoiding tackles. He had this amazing, and then haven't heard of it. I also don't really follow football, but I feel like he was making headlines and I saw that, but then didn't yeah. see anything else. Yeah. Another one for me also in football uh, is Adrian Peterson before. Um, I don't know. I don't obviously wasn't caught up in like any dog, but he got in a lot of trouble for abusing his hitting his kid. And a lot of people are like, Oh, it's like really? gray area. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's like punishment anyways. Um, he was just an amazing running back and he was like, like he was nine yards short of the all-time record. And like, I, oh. I he's a, he's a good, he's an amazing running back, but anyway. Um, yeah. Th- those are, yeah. Those are the ones that really stick out to me. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else that's like really been impactful. Randy Moss. Was another one for me. Uh, you know, this yeah. was was one of my favorites to watch. When I was a kid, my family was a was a four uh, were Forty ers fans. Um, mm-hmm. My dad, like his team, is always the Chargers because he grew up in San Diego. But we also liked uh, the Forty ers And um, when Steve Young was the quarterback and fucking Jerry Rice, like that was the dream team. Yeah, yeah. So we got we got a pretty good amount of yeah of. I was like, well, I don't really watch sports. Anyways, here's a list. Yeah, yeah, here's these guys that I I admired. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that question. Fucking A. Also, it's like super generic to say, but Wayne Gretzky, like for hockey. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Here is a question from Phil the MMA dude. This is a really interesting question, actually. So he says, what's the plan if Holloway beats Volk in the third fight? Volk would have every reason to demand a rematch as he would be up two to one in the series. Is it bad for the division if the next two or three telefights are all Max versus Volk? <laughs> it's wild, right? Uh, shit. Yeah. It's yes. crazy to think about because. Yes, all, it's bad. I don't. I think Max definitely deserves this title fight. And they put the tweet on the broadcast like Volk was like watching this fight very closely. Which probably meant, oh, I hope uh, Yair wins and I get to fight him. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm not, not saying whatever, but I just mean like, you know, he's two and zero against Max, and I, people already don't give him credit for the second fight. I'm one of those people. Uh, but yeah, I could see how if you, if you're uh, Volkanovski, you wouldn't want to fight Max uh, a third time. It's like I said, it does like that's a crazy precedent because they'd be a fucking. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a more dominant number one contender. Rob. Well, yeah. Yeah. You it's know, kind of like, same situation. Like I think Rob is three and O since losing to Izzy. Max is three and O since, or is he, is it just two? I think it's just two. Uh, maybe I'm thinking three and O because I fucking think he won the second fight right but yeah it, yeah there's no he fought cater cater wasn't the first fight after losing the bill was it i guess it was because it was on fight island in 2020 and then it opened 2021 with a cater fight anyway yeah. max holloway for president <laughs> yeah max max and Vol, Vol, uh, volkanovsky again sure i don't care is, is it bad for the division nah because honestly at the end of the day like i mean yes good fights no. are, well good fights are going to be good fights no matter what uh, so 
if the belt changes, then we got an interesting thing going. Like, you know, getting uh, Max Yair too. You know, like that could happen. You know what I mean? Like, if Max wins, uh, and Volka, like, <sighs> shit, wow, a fucking quadrilogy. Um, but, but sometimes I hate when it gets tied up between the same two champions or same two fighters involved in the title fight. Like, if you think about it, from 2018 to 2021 the heavyweight title always involved either stipe dc or Nganu. yeah but three is be- yeah but three is better than than two but even okay that's just because i included the Nganu fight if you take it out it was just them but i was trying yeah. to send it because i was like it, it was broken the streak of, of Stipe DC was broken when the Nganu rematch happened, but Nganu was the fight right before Stipe fought DC the first time. You had uh, January of 2018 was the first Stipe Nganu fight, and then July of 2018 was the second fight, was, or was, the, was the first DC fight. Fucking a year later, 20, uh, oh, that's right, Derek Lewis was in between. Well, anyway, <laughs> even so. I mean, we'll see. We have a, we have a little bit of a little bit of time to kind of see how this breathes out. Cause uh, I mean, that is what's next. Like Max and Volk is probably what's going to be next. I can't. Yeah. The timing of it makes it. So, I mean, Volk just fought a while ago. He's, he's probably, you know, still healing up. Um, he's probably already healed, but then he would have to get back in training camp. Max is going to heal. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I can't see anyone else. That's going to have Brian in uh year fight. No, that's a, that's a great fight. Um, and what I was going to say, apparently they offered Max the title fight. They were like, you can fight for the title again, uh, but he didn't want to wait. He was like, no, I'll fight someone else. Like originally the, the Max and uh, Yair fight was for July for my birthday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, all yeah, right. I feel like that is that is what's going to happen next. It's not a foregone conclusion, but we're pretty sure. Yeah. Thank you for that question, Phil. Go check out his podcast, The Split Decision. And now let us uh, journey into the forum. I feel like we On might Twitter. Have a few questions. How many questions do we have? I think we have one. <laughs> no, actually, while we were uh, while we were recording, Tricky Dick got in a few questions. Um, on the regular we'll start forum? from the bottom. Of, yeah, on the Twitter forum. Yeah, yeah. So let me start with the homie Struggle Face, the God at Struggle Face Tom. Um, he says, we still pretending women's featherweight is a thing. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, so it was about women's featherweight, but it wasn't framed the way the same way that Ty framed it. Uh, yeah, it's it's funny. Like, it does seem like a filler division. Every time there's a women's featherweight fight, I'm like, oh, bless their heart. You know what I mean? Like, and it's nothing on them. It's on the promotion. Like, they're not. We know these fights don't mean anything. That's that's why I always say, like, I hate when there's a fight. People are like, don't judge the fight card until it happens. It could be a lot of finishes. Like, yeah, but do those fights mean anything? Like, are they going to advance in the rankings? Is it going to line up any? Yeah, there, that's part of the tension that comes yeah. with that stuff. And if you don't have that tension, then it's just like, okay, well, what's it for? And granted, granted, because we don't know how UFC is going to work, sorry, how, how MMA is going to work, MMA math. Granted, everybody thinks that everyone is a sacrificial lamb to either Valentina or or manliness that's true but there's but times at least in flyweight and in women's bantamweight there's enough fights to go around that they can fight other people exactly so that's yeah we the stakes need to be higher for 
featherweight. That's it. The stakes just need to be higher. That's yeah. literally all there is to it. Uh, and, and we're not even talking for the belt. We're just talking just below that from one number yeah. one to 15. They need to fill up that roster with the top 15. That's yeah. that's it. Yeah. And then we'll, then we'll start caring. <laughs> this next question is from G at it's Toto time. This, uh... <laughs> Oh man, this, this account has changed so many times. It, at one point it was beans. At one point it was toilet. At one point it was a sausage. When it was a towel. At one point, at one point they left the question on the forum. They were like, "Pick my Abby," and I was like, "Okay, Captain America." Fucking picked one with Captain America in body paint, and the dick yeah. was out. How nice. Uh, fucking he asked this question: Will you eat some beans on your podcast? Hey, listen, uh, I. I will eat beans on the podcast. It'll be probably for the Christmas episode or the awards episode. Uh, stick around for that. But it's not going to be British beans. It's not going to be fucking beans on toast. And it's not going to be that in that weird, weird sauce. It's going to be fucking black almost said American beans, but it's going to be Mexican beans. Black beans, yeah. It's going to be black beans, yeah. Fucking love that guy. Um, okay, next question. This is the this is the two parter from well, I say two parter because it's across two tweets. I don't know if it's one long question or not. But I don't think it's a question. I don't think it answers the question. <laughs> it doesn't end with the question. Well, we're gonna read it anyway. And yeah, yeah. See if we have anything to add, he says. First of all, he said a fucking. The first thing I see when I open up the forum is him responding with it because the question I'm about to read was from an hour ago. Uh, 27 minutes ago, sends a gif of Eric Andre being like, let me in. <laughs> All right, so he says, wanted to begin with, how about the motherfucking Blessed Express rolling through fucking town? That makes it seem like it's a fucking town, not like a regular town. Yeah. Like, he's not just expletive. Like, he's, he's coming through the fuck town. Yeah. Um, coming through fucking town. Bless yourself, bitches. Let's fucking go. And he says, also, apropos to Max, I hope he doesn't move up and start finding these big 155ers that he keeps talking about. I know he's made of adamantium, but he's not big enough for those guys. And I cry for real watching him take a beating like that and never taking a step back. I'd rather see Volk 3 than, than Gaethje or Chandler or Poirier. Connor might be different because he's washed, and I think Max can turn his face into spaghetti. Honestly, dude, True. I feel like they could even make the Connor Max fight. A hundred percent. Yeah, like, no, that's a good point. Max went on Ariel and he was like, I'm always on the short list for a Connor fight. He he said that. And Connor put out that stupid fucking video of him pacing in front of the TV. TV. So awkward. So cringe, dude. Like one of the worst things he's ever done. I mean, promotion-wise, like not <laughs> he's done some pretty important things, but I'm just saying, like Punching an old one man. of the dumbest, like, oh, yeah, you was, think you're doing something yeah, type of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely not tough. Definitely not anything. To, honestly, way too many people like that. It was like 230,000 people. I was like, dude. <laughs> way too many fucking simps. Because first of all, if he were to be, if he would have been saying something like, come on, Max, prove you want the shot. Or whatever, like, you know, trying to like say something and just pacing. But the fact that when, when they're done and it, the camera goes, you know, stays on Max going into the center for the face off that he also scored up with him like like bro what are you five years old what are you me <laughs> what are you me squaring up with greg hardy like what yeah 
dude, you can do it. And, and you know, oh, someone was like, oh, also, it's it was so, so funny. dark in there. Like the lighting was really bad. Yeah, uh, someone was like, oh, it's so funny because uh, Dana was like, oh, Max fighting, Max fighting Connor would be silly. But Dana fucking being Dana was like, Connor's injured. It would be silly to think of that. I was like, dude, Connor would lose. Yeah, you don't, you got to protect your cash cow. Your cash cow. I mean, the Poirier, the Poirier, oh boy, that's coming next year and I'm very excited. I cannot wait for Dustin Poirier to fucking rearrange his fucking face. Anyway. Fucking face. All right. That's it. That's oh, wait, it. there's more. Wait. Oh, no, that's it. I was going to say, it. I did it. It didn't reverse order. All right. That's fucking it, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get to our beaks for next week's Bite the Guard. To our beaks. I can't wait. UFC fight night, Vieta versus Date. I'm so fucking hyped for this. Starting out, we have Davy Grant. Oh, wow. Holy shit. This is a banger to start that card out. Wow, dude. I didn't even know this fight was signed. That's a fucking amazing fight. Oh, no. Uh, Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, man. I know MMA Twitter is a coin flip because he he responds to you guys, but I got to go with my boy, Davy Grant. Davy Grant. Yeah. I've been on the Davy Grant train, dude, ever since tough, ever since tough. And ever since he came back and fucking had that amazing fight uh, yeah. with um, Damon Polish guy. It's like Damon Wozniak or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though he lost like Damien got the arm bar, then he fucking knocks out. What was it? Pop off Gregory pop off something like that. And then has that amazing dude. Davy Grant's been killing it. This is this is a tough fight for Adrian Yanez, if I'm honest. Yeah, I, I but I but I got Davy Grant for this one. Yes, me too. Uh, next we got. Uh, by the way, not super confident. I said it's a tough fight, but Yanez. Yeah, no, no, it's a, it's a coin flip be for explosive. me. Explosive. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, one. I don't think that fight's going to the, going to the cards. Yeah, I got. Uh, next fight is Joanne Calderwood. Now just Wood. Yeah, now uh, just Wood because she's and, married to to John Wood. Uh, Tyler apparently Santos. A, anyway, I don't want to get into drama, but. Um, and uh, I got Santos. Me too. Me too. I normally I normally back Jojo, but um, this is Don't different. get married. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, uh, next we have Rani Yaya versus Kang Young Young Ho. Young Ho Kang, aka Kyung-ho I think Kang. his name is Mr. Perfect, isn't it? Oh, well then I'm going with Mr. Perfect. I'm going with it is. I just checked his typology. I'm going with Rani Yaya. Nice. Our co-main event, we have Michael Chiesa versus Sean Brady. Ooh, dude, this is a fucking dope-ass fight. I uh, normally pick Chiesa, but yeah, I'm I was going gonna, I was Sean gonna, Brady. Sean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Sean Brady as well. Was it, don't, don't let me sway you. Were you about to pick Chiesa? No, or... I, no, I was for a second. I think he can cause the upset, like the upset of the, of the first loss, but I got Sean Brady. Yeah. Especially because like Michael Chiesa has a way of um, getting his neck into like so, like we saw with the Luke fight, and he's been submitted before by chokes by just like having his neck in the wrong position. Sean Brady will find that neck. Yeah. Sean Brady's super strong. All right, Paul Felder got... talk, talks him up a lot, and I, I feel like Sean Brady's the guy. All right, our, our main fight of the evening is Caitlin Vieta versus Misha Cupcake Tate, ladies Dude. and gentlemen. If you don't pick Misha. But honestly, the only reason why I'm picking Misha is for drama. Like really? she needs so she can get race back to the belt. I need the drama. That's I what I need. I want to see the, the Holly rematch. Yeah. 
That's what I want to see. I want to see yeah. her win this fight. I want to see her call out Holly Holm on the mic. I don't. Yeah, I don't want it to be held back any longer. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I if she loses, it's gonna be like, okay, fucking, like, we gotta wait more. You know? So I know. And you know, so I hope Misha. I got Misha for this. I hope she wins. I, I think Caitlin's gonna be a pretty tough fight, like for her. Yeah. You know, especially. Plus, did you see Misha Tate's nudes when they came out? I mean, how could you pick against that? Ladies and gentlemen, Anyways. this is the Friendly Sparring Cancelled <laughs> Podcast. Uh, yeah, we're so cancelled. Well, those are our picks. You can follow me at LeoGH2113 on Every Instagram about to, and Twitter. The patron and you're like, let I me know. plug my social media first. I gotta plug my social media because I'm getting down to the rhythm. And before we go any further to end the night, day, whenever you're listening to this, we're going to shout out our patrons. Shout out the lovely patrons who make this podcast possible. The homie Callum, APB, Sandy Pants, Alex from Jersey, Tay Cross, Filthy Casual, Fee, Dave L, Phil the MMA Dude, Jimmy the Drunk, Tricky Dick, Mix the Man, Anonymous, David Everett, Wholesome Everett. Uh, wholesome Everett. Uh, they're right next to each other. Another mythical fighter. Wholesome MMA. Um, and uh, our newest patron, Brian Shea. Like I said, go check him out at All Things Nintendo. Um, amazing guy. And that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That is that is that's gonna wrap it wrap it up here. Um, so <laughs> stumbling over my words. That's okay. I mean, is there a better way to end this podcast? It's a, I feel like we're awkward from the start. It's got to be awkward at the end. Too. Yeah, it's got to be the most awkward to kind of figure out how we're going to just end this thing. I don't even know if there's a way that we can. 